Hello, my name is David Shire, and this is how it's going so far. The number one Seattle dating podcast? Yeah, that's right. Uh, today is the day that I release the episode where I talk about my awkward online dating life. And it's super exciting. I'm super excited to talk about it. But in all honesty, yeah, I am super excited to talk about it. Because, I mean, come on. Like, this show is called How It's Going So Far. So eventually, I am going to talk about subjects like dating in Seattle and just dating in general and my overall feelings about dating. Because otherwise, what's even the point? Like, it sounds like the, like the whole premise of the show, like, honestly started as, like, a... Uh, I wanted to kind of tell the sitcom version of my life and give like a general diary of what my life is and why I think I'm like this weird sitcom protagonist. Unfortunately, I found out. Um, I remember. I remember in high school when I, I tell people about like uh, my my fleeting thoughts of love and stuff like that. People would compare me to Ted Mosby, and now that I've seen so many different uh, video essays about why Ted Mosby is like the worst human being on the planet, it definitely it definitely recontextualizes all those uh, compliments that I thought I got in high school. But needless to say, the, the side beside the fact of Ted Mosby and Ross being like the worst people ever in uh, in sitcom shows, we're going to talk about life, my life as kind of like this weird sitcom radio show so anyway so dating online is especially weird especially dating in seattle so seattle i don't know if you know this about seattle but um for all you midwesterners out there that listen to the podcast and east coasters uh, we have this thing in seattle that's commonly referred to the seattle freeze now what this is is that basically everybody in seattle apparently is a very closed off or it's seemingly closed off and it's very hard to make new connections. Now, personally, I've not experienced this in my in my recollection, maybe more so during the winter months. But uh, I actually went out yesterday. Yesterday was a weird day in Seattle in that it was warm and sunny. And it just it felt like everything was going right in the world. And honestly, the last couple of days have been pretty warm and sunny. But I was going out into into the world and uh, I decided that I was going to stop by Green Lake, which is like this beautiful lake in kind of the northern part of Seattle. So I stopped by there. I sit down, um, I'm reading a book, and then all of a sudden this guy comes up to me. Now, this is not like a, this is not a dating story, but like this older gentleman comes up to me, and, uh, his name is Al. He's very short. He's very, um, thickly built, and, you know, I mean, he's like, he's like a bigger man. Um, and he has like these bright blue eyes, and, uh, he's probably in his like late 40s, early 50s, I would assume. And he, me and him just kind of start, strike up this conversation. I can tell that he's kind of a salesman based on the way he talks. And, uh, he is, apparently he came from, uh, he grew up in New York. He was Italian. And he had like this kind of thick, weird accent that I couldn't quite place. Uh, he was telling me about all these different stories about him dating different women and like going around like the world, uh, and experiencing all these different languages and all these different cultures. It was really cool. And so I told him that I was just there to sit down and read a book and then maybe potentially, uh, sneak my way into a volleyball game because another thing about me is that I'm relatively kind of tall. Um, I think that my tallness surprises most people because I am, uh, I am very Asian looking. And so I think, I think there's a kind of this weird racial thing where people think that Asians are all short. Uh, plus like nobody, nobody on like dating profiles believes your height anyway, because you have, you kind of have to push that number up if you want to, if you want to go out with somebody. Because, uh, there's like, there's like, I've seen so many profiles where it's just like, like, I won't date anybody under, under six feet. And it's like, okay, geez, like maybe I'll just, uh, I'll squeak the numbers a little bit. But no, no, I'm, I, I stay honest. I'm about five. I'm about five ten, five eleven, which means I'm five eleven. But anyway, <laughs> so so I got I have that going for me. And so uh, with my height, though, is I, I love playing volleyball. That's the whole point of this. I, I completely forgot. So I I love playing volleyball. I love 
I love going out. I love playing volleyball in the sun, but like I, I, I get awkward around people. Like I know that I seem like a very personable guy on this podcast, but honestly, this is kind of a front, you know. Uh, there's there's times where I get like incredibly awkward, where like I know I know it's an, if I know going in that it's going to be an awkward situation, and I'm by myself and I have no one to like bounce off of, like with the awkward energy, then I just it just like internalizes. I don't know what to do, and so I wanted to go up to this volleyball group and ask if I want if like you know they needed an extra person but I, I don't know i was afraid of rejection so then al like this guy al comes up to me and he's like talking to me about this and he's like ah don't even worry about it we're just gonna go up there and ask him and i was like okay al okay and so we go up we ask the volleyball group if we can borrow one of the balls and they're like yeah yeah totally yeah cool and it was like totally chill and then like uh <laughs> then we were i was kept on uh passing the volleyball around with al just this, this total random guy <laughs> and, and every once in a while like i'd be passing the ball you know i'd, I'd be bumping i'd be setting him and then like every once in a while he'd be like i want to see how good you are and then he just like spiked the ball in my face and there's a couple times where i got it but then there's like a bunch of other times where i didn't quite i didn't quite hit it and it was just this weird experience um a little bit after a little bit shortly afterwards there was this one german kid whose name i can't remember but um he was i say kid he was like 21 years old uh blonde hair and he was uh built pretty well he was a pretty strong looking guy um he ends up he ends up starting to throw a football around and then you know me and Al we're <laughs> apparently we're like the two most personable people at this place all his friends kind of like started to relax after a long volleyball game so we just started like throwing around football this uh, this football with uh, this German guy and what was really funny is that um, Al was okay at throwing the football I was pretty good like I still I remember in school I had to play like flag football in one of my classes I like I don't know why you had to like take like two gym credits per year and uh, I spent one on like team sports and we would just like go around playing different sports like uh, basketball baseball uh, played some uh, badminton I believe and then uh, one day we decided to play flag football and that was by far like my worst sport in terms of like our, our our team that we gathered together was like really bad but it was like maybe the most fun I learned how to throw football that way and so like all of a sudden like uh, all of a sudden I'm like a hot commodity, right? Like uh, this German kid doesn't know uh, how to throw a football because he's from Germany, where uh, where uh, uh, where football means a very different thing. It means soccer to us. Yeah, that's right. I'm giving you education. You weren't expecting that on this podcast, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so we're throwing the football around, and I end up actually having to show this guy who's like way fitter than me uh, how to throw a football. And by the end of it, he was throwing it better than me. So I got a little bit of ego boost, and then it immediately came crashing down. But it was. It was still, it was a really great day. And it kind of reminded me that, you know, when it's nice and sunny out in Seattle and everyone's moods in a really good, is like really high, uh, it, it is like just fun interacting with people. And it was like a weird interaction, but it was one that I deeply enjoyed. Um, anyway, going from that and talking about kind of my online dating scene, I do find online dating to be incredibly weird, or at least I used to. Um, I remember when I first, like, when you first get into online dating, there is nothing more awkward in the world, uh, because you're just, like, not used to talking to random strangers online, and you're really not used to the idea of rejection yet, right? And so, what I've kind of come to realize is that the way to kind of approach it is to not necessarily care so much about whether or not somebody likes you just based off a of first message. You just gotta like get those messages out there and kind of hope for the best. It's like a shotgun approach, if you will. And I find that the best method that I've used is that honestly, I take the time, I read a profile, I tried my best to find something that I kind of think is funny or 
kind of witty and I just send out a message and if they never respond and I thought oh that person was really cute you just you just move on and you've it's it's weird it's it's still it's still kind of weird like thinking about it because I kind of feel like this dating robot where like I'm just like searching out for information finding information coming up with a pun and then shooting that information out and then there's like a maybe like 10% chance that the information comes back but then like I know what to do now and it's just like I don't know it 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 feels kind of robotic sometimes and so it's hard. It's hard to like really meet people on it. But I do have a couple of dating stories I'd like to share with you uh, that have ranged from like kind of sweet to kind of weird to um, just like nice friendships. So we'll we'll get into it. So the first the first girl we're going to talk about, I think she'll be OK mentioning my, her name on the podcast. Uh, her name is Sarah and she is an au pair in um in North Carolina, uh, when we met, she was an au pair in um, in Seattle. Uh, unfortunately, she, uh, due to circumstances, she had to move away. But uh, we ended up meeting on uh, the dating app Hinge, which is where I found my most success. Uh, the most like uh, the longest relationship I've ever been in was actually on Hinge about a year ago. And uh, I would still, even though, even though I, even though like uh, you might say that like oh like uh, you know your longest relationship was a year and. Uh, and that's it, you know. I would still consider it a very successful relationship. I learned a lot about myself, uh, learned a lot about like what I wanted to look into in relationships. And shortly after that um, that breakup, I ended up dating uh, this girl Sarah. And after about a couple of dates, we decided that we just wanted to be friends. And typically, what this means is that you just stop hanging out, you stop messaging, you kind of ghost each other. But uh, it was a little bit different with Sarah. Like, Sarah had, like, this big group of friends uh, that were also au pairs. And me and her just got along super well. And so, yeah, like, a co- like we would just still hang out. We'd go and do things. And one of the things that we ended up doing is that we'd end up going on these, like, group hikes. And I do I do miss going on these group hikes because, like, I went with her, went with her friend. Um, well, I don't know. We'll call her... Um, Catherine. Yeah. Even though that's like not it. <laughs> I went with her friend Catherine and like just this big group of people uh, on like this big hike. Um, I think it was called Havenbrook. It was in Snohomish and basically you hike up there. It takes about an hour. But then once you get to the top, you also go up this. Um, they had like this cool watchtower that you can go up to. It was like a really nice and easy hike. And it was like super fun to go to. I uh, went with like a couple of people that Sarah met in the area. Uh, I then like a couple of months later, we had, like uh, right before Sarah was leaving for North Carolina, we ended up going to Leavenworth together as a group, and that was a very fun day. Like that was, uh, we I had like that was like a day where I planned out going out and hanging out with them, and then I also had like another friend group that I hung out with that that night to play board games. And honestly, like a top ten day of my life. Like it was it was really fun. It was really exciting. If you don't know what Leavenworth is, it's basically like this little German town um, in in the center of Washington. Uh, it's, it's like old school Germany or like, you kind of like imagine, um, what is her name? Uh, the woman from, uh, from sound and music, I forget her name right now. It's going to kill me. And, and if you know it, uh, just message me on Twitter being like, I can't believe you forgot her name. Her name is Julia something, but anyway, (laughs) but anyway, uh, it's very like, uh, the sound of music kind of Germany where, you know, like a bunch of like a little, <laughs> little like photos of like uh, kids with blonde hair and like wearing, um, wearing like overalls and stuff like that. I don't know. <laughs> like that, that kind of Germany, you know what I'm talking about? It's like a very bad description, but, um, yeah, we ended up eating some bread. It was really cool. And uh, again, uh, got to hang out with them. I think the only weird thing is that they're like very much more into social media than I am. 
Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but I, I do a really terrible job at posting when, <laughs> when these podcasts come out. And I got to get better at it because I want to get the hustle a little bit more. But uh, these these uh, this group of friends, they just like they would constantly take photos of each other. And I'm still seeing photos from that day. Uh like months ago that I haven't seen or like that I saw get the photos being taken, but I haven't seen posted online. And every once in a while, one of those photos pops up and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. The Leavenworth trip from like two months ago. So uh, Sarah's been a really great friend. I still occasionally message her uh, because she has just been uh, like, we're like kindred spirits, you know, I found like a really good friendship in that. And it's been really cool getting to know her, uh, getting to learn a little bit more about her, uh, about her culture. Uh, she comes from Colombia. So I learned a little bit of Espanol, you know, uh, you know, for reasons because, you know, Sarah is quite attractive and I was trying to uh, impress her a little bit, but you know, I, I, I picked up a life skill. That's what started me watching. Um, I think I talked about it before on the podcast. Uh, um, what is it called? Los Los Desperitos or something like that. I can't remember the name of it, but I it, it caused me to like explore Spanish and like learn a little bit more about that language, which is, which is super cool. And I, and ultimately, it marks a kind of interesting relationship. Now, the second person I want to talk about, uh, her name, um, I will not mention on the podcast. I'll need to come up with a frank, uh, fake name. We'll call her Elizabeth. Elizabeth. So Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth was an interesting one because I matched with Elizabeth again on Hinge and it was super interesting in the sense that, um, she, she had her on her profile that she was in Seattle, but it turned out that Elizabeth actually lived in Alabama and that she was actually planning on moving from Alabama to Seattle in about a month or so. So me and her, we actually started talking a lot and, and again, like, again, I was, I was, I was really connecting with her, but, um, I think that, I think that there was always something a little bit off in terms of like our, um, I don't know, like maybe like just the way we were, like, I think I could sense a really good friendship, but I think that what, I think that I was kind of maybe like projecting a little bit more of a relationship than maybe she was willing to commit to. Uh, she kind of let me know right away that she was more of a, she had more wonderlust and like was more, more so wanting to stick around in Washington for a couple years. Whereas me, like, you know, like I want, I, as I've kind of like grown and as I've kind of explored, uh, other states, I've kind of realized that Washington pretty much is my home and it's somewhere I do want to stay. And that was always going to be kind of a sticking point in the relationship. And so we haven't talked in a bit. I kind of want to reach back out to her just to see how she's doing. But she, yeah, but she was a really cool friend. She was really cool to talk to. And it was really interesting talking to her about um, the differences in our states. Because I grew up in Washington. And I don't know if, you, um, if you've seen like uh, the, <laughs> the photo of, uh, of the podcast. But I am half, um, half Filipino, half, half white. And so we were talking about kind of the interesting racial divisions between the two states where she would she would bring up to me that you could tell like which bars were different just based or like which areas to hang out were different based on um, like uh, like what kind of people were there. So you can tell like very quickly if you're in a liberal area or um, or conservative area just based on like the amount of white people. And there are some instances where she'd be hanging out at like a bar or a club where a white where a white guy would come in and then like look around real quickly and then just walk out immediately. And it really it really did kind of change my mind and really really made me think about like my life and how and how kind of blessed I've been for like being in in Washington you know like I've never 
like I've never really had to deal with like racial tension, at least not in the way that it was like hostile. Like there might be a few things here and there where I had to deal with growing up where maybe people thought that I was smarter than I was, or maybe people thought that I was more devious. Like that seems to be a, a constant theme I've been noticing in television recently with um, with Asian characters. Like they're always kind of, sometimes they're perceived as devious or uh, I've noticed that on Survivor particularly, which is something I haven't noticed before, but it's it's interesting. Like uh, it's interesting, kind of the things that I face that maybe other people don't face, and it's just something I haven't really thought about until uh, I started talking to um, to Elizabeth. So uh, it was good conversations, and so she was moving from from Alabama to Seattle. And um, another thing about me that you should know is that I haven't talked about this at all, but I do live with my with my family. I do live with my mother and uh, my brother, and the reason why is because. Um, being fully open and honest right now is that my uh, my parents ended up getting a divorce like over COVID. They're one of those couples, I think, that like uh, COVID really kind of uh, heightened some of the issues that were in their relationship. And so my dad ended up leaving for um, he ended up leaving to Billings, Montana for um, for the foreseeable future. So I'm actually going to go visit him. I'm trying to make sure that everything still kind of stays cool between us. But um, because I don't want to like, you know, be resentful toward my father. You know, I've seen enough movies where like it's like dads and sons and they're all like hateful and spiteful. And then like and then like all of a sudden the son comes to visit his dad for like because he's like dying of something and then they reconcile. But then the dad dies. I don't want to I don't want to have that whole experience. You know, I want to make sure that my relationship with my dad is still pretty good, uh, even though, you know, like it's not the perfect situation. But but anyway, uh, so I say all this to say this, like I, I live with my with my mom and my brother. Um, part of the reason, the biggest reason being that uh, it helps pay the rent, you know, like they live in a pretty big house in Seattle, Seattle, uh, in the Seattle area. So uh, it's it's tough to kind of maintain, you know, a house and maintain rent. And so I decided to move in. And I feel like that's also hurt my dating life to some extent. I know that 53% of people um, in my age range now live with their families, but it still feels like I've taken like a major step back. And it's something I have to get over eventually. But anywho, talking about Elizabeth. So we have this big garage, right? And and Elizabeth's a little bit worried. Uh, she's worried about moving moving from Alabama to to Seattle. And she's moving over because she has a job opportunity that she wants to take. And the problem is, is that uh, originally she had like a, a set amount of uh, amount of money that she could set aside to create the move. But because of gas inflation, uh, the move ended up costing a lot more money than than she was expecting. So I just kind of offered randomly. I was like, yeah, you know, like uh, we have a garage. I mean, if you need to, if you need to put stuff in the garage, that's totally fine. And so, and so we created this situation where I, where like for this girl that I met like a month ago online, I just I helped her out and I decided that like you know what I want to do like this really nice cool thing, uh, for her. And so that's another yeah. And so yeah, she came over uh, one day. We ended up loading stuff up to the car. Uh, we ended up going on a couple of dates before kind of deciding that like maybe we should be friends. And then she ended up moving all her stuff out of the garage. And unfortunately, we haven't really talked since. And part of me like feels bad about that because I know that uh, we had a lot of really like deep conversations about a lot of deep things. But like another part of me is like, you know what? That like I helped out somebody. It it felt good, and it was just kind of this like interesting moment in my life. Uh, it definitely was an interesting story to tell. I might reach uh, back out to Elizabeth, but but we'll see. We'll put that on hold. All right, for now. 
Um, as far as like dating outside of online and stuff like that, ultimately all 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 my stories kind of end in tragedy. I've dated like a couple of girls. The first girl that I ever dated, she actually ended up asking me to uh, prom, and I never dated in high school because of um, circumstances that I might talk about on another podcast. There's a lot of things that there's a lot of personal responsibilities I had in high school that um, maybe not a lot of people knew about, and that I didn't really like was forthcoming about. I'll talk about that in another podcast, but essentially like I was always, I was always going home early. I didn't have a car. And so I thought to myself, like, what's even the point of dating, you know, in high school, like I'm here to learn, right? Like, I don't know. Like I was very, I was very like straightforward and straight shooting in that, in that regard. Regard. Um, I never went to, um, there was a lot of kids that I knew that went, like went to running start and because they didn't really have like a good time making friends in high school where like I was the opposite, you know, I had my strong group of friends um, I really loved hanging out with with them and it just felt it would have felt weird like skipping that experience and like just going going straight into college in high school. And so even though I ended up paying a little bit more for it later, I still don't regret the decision because I do. I did love hanging out with my friends. So but needless to say, uh, yeah, uh, she ended up asking me out uh, first and uh, we were able to keep a relationship going for about uh, a couple of months there. And that was kind of my first experience. Uh, there's like basically every relationship I've had has only lasted about like three months, except for the one long one um, that lasted for the better part of a year. And ultimately, I just uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I just uh, maybe sometimes I overthink things. Maybe maybe it is like a combination of things now where I think I think right now my thoughts on relationships and the idea of committing to somebody for such a long time is definitely shaken to a, a bit because you know like when your parents like separate you kind of you kind of start thinking like okay well if they can't make it like what's, what's the chance that I'm going to make it you know but at the same time like there's a big part of me that knows that if I get into a relationship and I'm in I'm really loyal I can be really loyal to somebody and so it's kind of like this dichotomy where um where that I deal with and also too like I overthink things all the time like I I kind of be in my I kind of be in my own head sometimes like I even even saying that sentence and trying to figure out what the heck I just said is hard <laughs> and it's hard for me to move past that without acknowledging it and being self-deprecating in some sort of way uh, I think I tend to mask a little bit about I tend to mask a little bit about like who I am, like uh, when I'm feeling upset, I try to I, I, I'm a lot like joy in Inside Out where like I I overcompensate by being funny or like by trying to like figure out like uh, by trying to surround myself in like social situations where I don't have to worry about like uh, anything. And that's not super healthy. It's definitely something that I want to continue to work on as myself. Um, I probably should get therapy. I don't know. <laughs> but, but that's a conversation for a different day. Um, as far as um, anything else going on, like how am I going to transition out of this? You know what? I'm going to transition super honestly, super earnestly by saying like, hey, I'm going to transition to... The end of this episode. That's right. We're at the end. I know. I know. I could probably talk for hours just about this subject, but I won't. I'm, I'm just going to keep moving on. Um, anyway, uh, other things that I'm working on. Uh, I'm working on some other podcasts. Uh, I definitely want this podcast to grow and to see some growth. But what I've noticed is that... I don't know. I think there's like certain ceiling that this podcast can hit because there's not really, it's not really a niche podcast. It's more of like an audio diary 
of who I am. And so there's only so much content I can get out of that. And so eventually, eventually I am going to uh, start working on kind of more niche things. I have a show in mind that I want to talk about. I have to find a co-host for it, but uh, we're going to be, we're going to be circulating and trying to figure out different things. I've been working on getting on other people's podcasts um, a lot. There's like a Facebook group. Uh, it's called um, Need a Guest. And if you're into podcasting or like getting into podcasting, I think the number one thing I've heard uh, from other podcasters, if you want to start growing, is starting interviewing guests and starting getting interviewed by guests. And so there's a lot of things that I want to share um, either on this, like that I've been thinking about telling on this podcast, but like maybe I wanted to talk to somebody that was a little bit more professional. And I think that talking to other people, talking to other people on their different platforms that have maybe been doing this a little bit longer is maybe the space to the way to go. Plus, I can bring more um, more of an audience to this podcast, you know. So that's kind of my thoughts on it. And plus, it's just cool to meet people, right? Like, if there's anything I've learned, I don't know if I've told I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast, but I went on a cruise recently, and uh, if there's anything that I took away from that cruise trip is that I really do love it, getting to know people and getting to hear their stories, and. Honestly, that like that was my favorite part. It was like the social aspect of going on the cruise, everybody being happy and just like getting to know people. And so if I could kind of just continue doing that in my life, I think it'll be more fulfilling, you know, like so that's what I, that's what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to try to be on more podcasts. I'll be trying to post more about that kind of thing. I actually have an interview coming up. Uh, with uh, this one girl, Cynthia, and her podcast, which I'll link drop in the description because I don't know, I can't remember off the top of my head what it was. Uh, but I'll I'll drop a link to it uh, so that when it comes up that you're uh, ready and available to do it. Um, and then the other thing that I've been working on is uh, working on trying to get my emotional range back up so that I can work out. Uh, I think that the run last week uh, or two weeks ago basically murdered me. So I'm I'm trying to like get back into like the idea, the mindset of, hey, let's go to the gym every once in a while instead of laying around and playing video games. Uh, it's tough, though, because I'm trying to balance again, like with working on other projects and stuff like that and working on just like work and trying to survive and eat. Uh it's it's tough to kind of balance it all, but you know, hopefully, hopefully speaking, hopefully soon I can start getting back to the gym and start like not feeling like a lazy slob all the time too. So, wow, that is a lot of self hatred, and I gotta I gotta calm down. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, shout out to I have a shout out here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, now nobody nobody subscribed to uh, my Patreon, which is how it's going so far. If you want to subscribe, uh, not that I expect anyone to, but shout out to um, Grace. Uh, she has a podcast called How It's Go. Uh, no, 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 no. It's not How It's Going So Far. That's my podcast. No, she has a podcast called uh, So Here's the Thing, where she talks about. Uh, or in her second season, she talks about like different movies uh, with her friend about. Um, about like whether or not a movie is kind of transformative or whether or not it's kind of destructive uh, in its messaging. Usually she'll pick like a, a, a movie from the past that uh, shows that has like um, some something in it that shows that it was like really well made or like it really not really well made. It, it has themes that really stand the test of time. Uh, thinking about uh, her Mary Poppins podcast where it talks about feminism uh, in a time where that wasn't like a really major uh, topic and it was done by Disney too, which is like also super surprising. Uh, so highly recommend checking out that podcast. Also, she has um, a play. And if you're like a listener that is in the Seattle area, uh, she has a play going on. Uh, they're doing a production of Into the Woods at the Red Curtain 
Theater for Arts, and it was really good. I went to go see it um, last week, weekend, weekend. No, I went to go see it. It wasn't the weekend. It was Friday. But like, I think Friday counts as the weekend. I think Friday night counts as the weekend. I'm not really quite sure. I want to say Friday night counts as the weekend because technically speaking, Friday night is when the week ends. And back when I was Jewish, you know, we used to have like a little party celebrating the weekend. So, I mean, I'm not sure that might be that might be insensitive. It wasn't like a part like it was, you know, a celebration. It was the Sabbath. We celebrated the Sabbath. Right. But uh, yeah, so I'm going to say Friday is officially the weekend. It was the weekend and it was a very good play. Um, It was a production of Into the Woods, which is one of my favorite musicals and it was uh, she ends up playing Cinderella. If you do see if you do end up seeing her it, and then you end up talking to her afterwards, uh, tell her that uh, tell her that David sent you or uh, don't do that. Or maybe not. Uh, if you do do that, say David sent you. He really recommended it. Also, I hope this isn't a weird, awkward thing because I don't want it to come off as culty if you if you, if you uh, tell her tell her that I sent you right. Like I don't want it to seem like I've generated a cult and that like I don't know. Anyway, I'm way overthinking this and uh, <laughs> and it's what I'm doing. My name has been David Shire and that's how it's going so far. Have a great rest of the week.